0: and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started sabotaging your plans because that's what they do and clearly narcissists and abusers who all they seek is their own selfish goals and self-centered aims is basically um, to reach their own interest, and their own purpose, which is obviously disregarding your own interest and your own good in this. Narcissists and abusers seek this kind of um, goal Imagine you have a plan, you figured something out, you have a vision. And of course, it does not just take uh, writing it down on a piece of paper. Basically, planning for something requires some steps, a strategic thinking, prediction of some potential mistakes, potential obstacles, things that can come your way. And how to manage um, getting over them, how to manage uh, the negative emotions that can also hinder the progress, and of course there are steps and um, along the way to reach the goal, whatever it is. It might be getting rich, it might be selling a house, it might be um starting a podcast uh might be starting your own business uh selling clothes uh creating designing and selling some merch i don't know just any type of goal and it's for your own personal benefit and when you find yourself in the narcissistic context of um be it family or friends or whatever any kind of abusive relationship um what you notice is they will do whatever it takes oftentimes you'll find that they will do whatever it takes to sabotage your plans and to kind of talk you out of what you want to do it's not really because um they want what's best for you, like I said in the very previous episode. But it's because they just want to intervene. It's it, it makes them feel good to do so. It makes them feel good to insert their opinions in your goals, in your path towards your own betterment and improvement, in whatever in what whichever kind of way that you'd like to do so. Um they find it a reasonable type of action, a protective action, let's say, quote-unquote, to say whatever it is they want and insert it as though just for the sake of your protection or just for the sake of your safety or because we love you and appreciate you and all that kind of bullshit, you know? And they do it. Because they just don't want you to leave. They don't want you to... I was going to say go and leave at the same time. And that turned out as a weird word. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so it's basically because they don't want you to leave. They don't want you to go. They don't want you to pursue that whatever it is that fulfills you. Fulfills your life. Fulfills your purpose in this world. And makes you feel whole and uh, a complete person a person with um something to pursue something to to consistently keep doing you know out of passion out of love out of care for somebody else's improvement because we're all basically empaths but for some reason somehow these motherfucking abusers are just not empaths. They lack empathy. They don't like. They don't like to um, care what anybody else thinks. They just like to insert their opinions. and And what's even worse is they like to reinforce uh, their their uh, thoughts and points of view. And they like to impose impose those thoughts and points of views on the person who seeks to improve themselves and pursue whichever goal they'd like it just it's so intriguing to have to notice this and it's a pattern that keeps repeating itself and to really be a careful person who observes this kind of manipulation and this kind of uh, intervention that is not necessary at all by the way um, just keeps you on the hook, you know, it keeps you hooked to this really abusive person, even a romantic partner, you know, a romantic partner can do uh, collateral damage in terms of emotional destabilization and just making you think again every single time you're trying to do something or trying to pursue something, the same thing goes for family, but family would be a more complex uh, topic because families usually use tax- tactics such as mobbing, uh, which is basically bullying the victim in 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 by working in in a group um, smear campaign, which uh, basically is considered by what what they will do is they will basically uh, accuse the victim, of uh, and to to the point where they discredit them. They try to make that person seem like a liar, like a like a sick liar, uh, basically by uh, using false accusations. And another way that they do uh, the sabotage is by smear campaigning. And smear campaigning basically is uh, the same, almost, almost the same as uh, triangulation and mobbing. And uh, basically, it's about working in a group to destroy whatever that person has to say to belittle them, to make them feel like they're small, to make them feel like they're really useless, to make them feel like they have no power whatsoever if it wasn't for them, of course, because why not? They take the credit for everything that the victim tries to do. Whenever the victim succeeds, at something they take the, the fucking credit for it, and they don't even regret it. They don't even apologize. It's their way. It's their... Um... Effort. Eventually it's not the victims. So they do these tactics they use these tactics along along with um, manipulation gaslighting um, and and all these really subtle but just really cunning ways to get what they want and what they want is basically for that victim to be stuck to be wherever, wherever they are at right now there forever because because it's for their own good. And they use these abusive tactics and these unfair treatment uh, t- strategies as a way to say, oh my God, we care for you, we really love you, and they make it sound like love, when it has absolutely nothing with love, because these people, and trust me when I say this, these people have no idea what true love is. They have no idea what love even means. They can't, if, even if you ask them, they can't explain it. They find it hard. They hesitate. They run around, ask others for help. They uh, ask others to answer their, their own uh, for them. For them, they, 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 they turn to others to answer for them when clearly they have no idea what love even means they think that with i mean thanks to the tactics they use that is what a strong bond is that's what a strong family is all about that's what is a love a uh, loving a romance based relationship is all about and it's clearly bs because none of that is actually healthy it's not healthy for the abuser clearly and neither is it healthy for the victim because when we're talking about uh an an unstable unbalanced relationship we're talking about an abuser and a victim and it feels like a a vertical line the abuser is on top and the victims at the bottom it's a hierarchy a hierarchy of the abuser being at the top of the pyramid. And the victim being on the bottom, and and then they're not really horizontal. They're not. They're not treating each other like equal human beings. Someone is trying to show how superior they are to the other, and trying to impose their authority on them for no fucking reason, just for their own pleasure and for their own selfish pleasure and goals, and to reach their high. And not the low. Well to reach their high and the low of the victim. And that's how, to, how it seems to them. It's so easy to just intervene and do whatever it takes to sabotage your plan. And to the victim, of course, it is absolutely um annoying to have to go through this. It's uh, it takes it takes time to really notice uh That is, it's actually a plan with so many steps, carefully studied steps, to make the victim diverge from what they want to do in life and get closer to their own goals just because, like I said. I mean, I don't really think they have another reason besides the fact that they want to uh, impose their opinion on the victim for their own, uh, self-interest, these people are void, devoid of, of goals and of pursuit of life, and, um, usually these kind, this kind of people would be the vulnerable narcissists, because usually they're depressed, They they look, uh, at the world in a very negative perspective and everything, and, of course, um, There are many types of narcissistic people, like uh, covert narcissists, overt narcissists, vulnerable narcissists, and grandiose narcissists. These are, I think, among many others. But uh, generally speaking, for the narcissist who or the abuser who only looks at the other person as their own source of supply, they use them as their own source of supply because they have endless void They has this they have this huge unfillable unfillable hole inside of them that never feels really satisfied of anything they look for somebody else to fulfill that void for them you know they're not really self-loving people either they don't like they don't love themselves they always usually loathe themselves they criticize themselves, they judge themselves all the time. And you find these people constantly um, trying to hide their insecurities by using someone else who is enlightened, confident, spontaneous, um, funny, smart, everything, to fulfill that gap uh, that they have never been successful to fulfill. And partly because and during their childhood, they never really had that loving, caring relationship they once uh, that their parents supposedly gave them. They, what what um what love represented to them basically was all of these techniques and more. And so, what they grow up, um getting used to is this kind of abuse that wears the mask of love, that is done under the the name of love, which has nothing to do with love. And when they grow up to become adults, they treat the other people the same way they have been treated. They don't see any other way to do so. And I say this essentially because it's a matter of choice. You see, when someone makes a choice, a deliberate choice to either study whatever it is that they have been going through with their own parents and family and friends and everything, and try to objectively study what is going on and see and compare to others if this if this case, if whatever it is they're living is actually normal and healthy, and to choose to stop Becoming a narcissistic, abusive, toxic person, they can choose to do so. They can stop this abuse. They can eliminate it by gradual steps of, for example, um, setting setting strong and firm boundaries, um, eliminating contact, um, decreasing the use or not showing too many reactive emotions when it comes to topics that involve emotions like anger and sadness and happiness and whatever kind of topics that engage emotions and feelings. And um, to just basically even reach the point where there is no longer any kind of contact between the abuser and the victim in order for the victim to alleviate from the state and to improve and work on themselves, to be aware of whatever it is that they have gone through, and to uh, help heal, and to become a better, healthier person with themselves and with others. Um, so yeah, that's the dangerous, really extremely dangerous problem, is this thing starts from childhood, and if the choice the deliberate choice about about stopping this kind of um toxic toxic treatment in the name of love and to change and to be different and to raise awareness of how dangerous this is it's extremely beneficial for the uh, for the person who makes this choice if however a choice uh, about not changing whatsoever keep on doing this growing up to be this adult who has been intoxicated all their childhood to grow up and be an adult who intoxicates others for a living and to never change whatsoever is extremely harmful for them and for for themselves and for others and that's why i think this might be a choice made by by the people who are uh, abused and who either decide to either stop and eliminate this toxicity and abuse and mal- mal- nourishment of the spirit or uh to keep on doing it for for a living um yeah and so if it refers to a choice then i think people are capable to stop such epidemic uh, epitome because strategies like mobbing triangulation triangulation by the way for example is when a mother for example um she, she tries to, uh, okay, so it's like a triangle, basically. The abuser is on top, the victim is on the, uh, one of the ends, for example, let's say the left end of the triangle, and the right end is their, uh, the victim's siblings. And so what she tries, what the abuser tries to do is to make the uh, siblings of the victim and the victim themselves and the reason why it's a triangle it's because the abuser has to remain subtle about it they have to remain quiet they have to be hidden unknown and they don't have to know who's the source of this fight but they keep fighting because their perspectives are constantly changed um and false accusations are extremely always used and therefore fights keep on happening and the abuser is watching as if they have nothing to do with the with the fighting going on that's a way of um uh, that's a way of manipulation and a way of trying to sabotage someone's dreams and they love to do these These people are sick and they love to do these kind of uh, tactics because they see themselves as powerful, people with authority, people who need approval of others. They need the confirmation of others. They need the admiration of others and they do so. Because of the, they do so, they seek these kinds of admiration and uh, praising all the time because they have this unfillable gap, like I said earlier, of void. They constantly feel empty and they need that from external sources. And when these external uh, sources are not efficient, uh, they turn into other external sources. And it's another vicious cycle. It never stops. They want a supply. Whenever that supply fails, they look for another. And that's uh, going on. It's it's endless, basically. And it goes for the abuser being a family member, a friend, a romantic partner. Um, Yeah. These are generally uh, the cases where... The abuser um, seeks the the satisfaction of this hole, this this gap that is never really fillable, and yeah, and and the the weird thing is when they have this void, this kind of gap that they can never fulfill, um, they also try to hide their insecurities, and whatever. Whatever that makes them insecure, they project that on the victim. They project that on whatever kind of supply they have, even, not just the victim. I mean, the victim can be a flying monkey, which we will talk about in a next, in a future episode, or a scapegoat, or a golden child, or the victim that can be their, su- their supply, basically. And um, they just never really are normal people. Uh, unfortunately for them, they have gone through trauma since childhood. And unfortunately, they never made the choice to eliminate whatever it is that happened. Uh, and to raise healthy loving, caring family, and being uh, an effective, loving, healthy parent, unfortunately. Sometimes these people are just even unaware of how knowledge and education is extremely important when it comes to this, because a lot of the times, ignorance drives people into making crazy choices and decisions, and when the pattern that is unhealthy keeps on being unhealthy for generations on, they never realize how wrong they were. They never realize how dangerous this pattern is and for people to never eventually evolve. And so for someone to come up with a choice and decision to evolve, to Strive for self evolution regardless of the abuse, then they can do it if they're strong enough to commit to their decision every single day, if they're strong enough to say no every single day and to change as a person and to see the world from a, another perspective where friendship, a healthy relationship, uh, true love true care, true giving, true generosity, and kindness, and respect, and boundaries as extremely important values that need to be respected, then they can totally do it. They can totally do it and grow to become a very effective, healthy, loving, romantic partner, friend, and even a parent. Because why not? Why not self-evolution regardless of the abuse? So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee, if you'd like. If you have any topic, suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh, webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Horma and I will see you in the next episode.